0: Thank you so much for joining me today on this week's episode of the show. It's going to be a fun one. I think you're going to take a lot of value from today. I'm going to be talking about my foolproof guide to making sure that you get lean this summer and stay lean. And keep in mind that the fundamentals that I go through today apply for any time of the year. It doesn't necessarily have to be summer. I mean, a lot of people decide that they want to lose weight or lose body fat coming into the warmer months, which is un- which is understandable. But for someone that's wanting to lose body fat, get lean, lose a little bit of weight, and uh, and get in kind of the best shape of their life, all these rules apply regardless of what time of the year it is. Now, also hang around for this week's social media question of the week, which is going to be based around how much body fat should you put on when you're trying to build muscle mass and what is okay and what should you be comfortable with. And it's a good question because... For someone that's going from, you know, their whole mindset, their whole approach to nutrition being to lose body fat to then going into a gaining phase where their body fat's going to be slowly creeping up a little bit. Um, it's kind of uncharted territory for someone uh, that is going from one phase to another and it can be hard to get your head around. Definitely something that I struggled with earlier on. So make sure you stick around for that question. As always, if you enjoy the episode, please do take a screenshot of the show and post it on your Instagram story. Tag myself in it. Um, tag myself, tag me in it. I'd I'd love to I'd love to see what uh, you think of the show and see who's enjoying it um, any feedback is always welcome but let's get stuck into today's episode All right so before I get stuck into these steps and my approach to making sure you get lean and stay lean this summer I would just like to make a little note that my voice, may sound a little different maybe all over the place today because ironically enough, even though this episode is about getting lean for summer, I have a bloody cold. So uh, feeling really good about that, but um, I wanted to get this content for you guys out there, I wanted to get this content out there for you guys and um, it's something that's been on my mind. Um, obviously, getting a few more questions now coming into the warmer months and I've also just started my 8-week my um, fat loss challenge or not so much a challenge but kind of a, um, a starting guide or a starting stepping block to coming into the summer months on how to actually get lean. And stay lean and a lot of these fundamentals that I'm talking about in today's episode, we're using inside that program because, you know, whenever I run a challenge or a program online, whether it be for an individual client or whether it be a group setting like we're doing now, it's always the purpose of it is to actually teach you or teach the person who has purchased that program how to eat and train for long-term sustainable results. It's never about quick fix. It's never about trying to get results fast uh, because they don't last, you know. Drastic measures lead to drastic results, and drastic results do not last. So I'm all about sustainability. I'm all about teaching you guys how to fish instead of giving you fish for dinner. Um, fuck, I don't. I don't think that's the way actually they're saying. But anyway, um, and if you don't like fish, then you know, bad luck. Go and buy a steak or something like that. And now I've probably just lost all my vegan listeners. But anyway, all right. So let's get stuck into today's episode. That was random as. Oh, We're off to a flying start. Okay, so my foolproof guide to to summer fat loss is actually quite simple and it does not change, as I mentioned, regardless of what time of the year it is. So the first thing, I think the most obvious one we need to cover is nutrition. Now, when we talk about nutrition, when we talk about trying to lose weight, trying to lose body fat, we know that we need to be in a negative energy balance which requires a calorie deficit. Now, as always, this deficit should not be too large because the larger the deficit, the more likely your energy levels are going to be shit, your energy output's going to suck because you're not going to have the energy to train, your recovery is going to suck, your metabolism is a lot more likely to drop um, and suffer, and also the more likely it is that you're going to lose muscle mass in the process, and that's not what we want. So anywhere between 100 and 500 calories below your maintenance intake is always a great place to start with your calorie deficit and as always, I've got my, the link to my ultimate, uh, guide to, no, I've got the link to my flexible dieting, no, <laughs> third time lucky. I've got the link to my free macro calculator in the show notes below so feel free to go and check that out if you want a rough idea of how many calories you should be taking in per day um, customized to you because there's no such thing as a cookie cutter program that works for everyone because everybody is different um, and even with the calculators and the formulators it's likely to change a little bit because there's no way that we can just possibly figure it out by using a formula and it's going to be 100% correct so there's always there's always some variance in there but we need to start with that calorie deficit now when it comes to tracking our macros we have a couple of options and i've gone through this in a previous episode but i'll run through it again so order of importance number one is calorie intake number two is calorie intake and protein number three is calorie intake protein carbohydrates and fats and number four would be calorie intake protein carbohydrates and fats along with your micronutrients. So to see results, really, we just need to make sure we're in a calorie deficit. But we also want to make sure that we're recovering well and we're also maintaining our muscle mass, so we need to take care of our protein. Now, a lot of people that I'm working with at the moment, because there's going to be so many social events coming into these warmer months and they're more likely to have a few drinks, have a few days where they're going over their calorie intake or or eating foods that may not necessarily be part of their usual kind of routine or diet, whatever you want to call it. I'm getting them to just track calories and protein, so their carbohydrates and fats ratio is relatively irrelevant um, in terms of their results because they're still going to be in a calorie deficit. They're still going to be getting their minimum amount of protein. I'm making sure that they get in, you know, X amount of fruit, X amount of vegetables as well to get their micronutrients in, and the results are relatively exactly the same as whether you're tracking carbohydrates and fats and making sure you stick to certain ratios and you'll most likely find that you gravitate to one or the other. You'll most likely find that you either have a diet that's a little higher in carbohydrates and lower in fats or the opposite way around with the higher fats and the lower carbohydrates. But The number one thing with nutrition this summer, guys, is to make sure that you are tracking at least your calorie intake and your protein intake and you're in a calorie deficit. Keep it interesting by rotating your food sources, cooking in different ways, um, eating foods and drinking drinks that you actually enjoy. There are no such thing as fat loss or muscle-building foods. All foods are basically equal when it comes to body composition. It comes down to your nutrient dense and whole foods that are going to make you feel good, perform good, and, and ultimately have your body functioning in the best way possible. So stick to that 90-10 that rule. 90% of your calories coming from nutrient dense whole foods while the 10% left over can be used for uh, things that you may be craving or, you know, if you're going out for a few beers or if you've got a Christmas party or, or a work breakup or you're just catching up with friends and you want to have a few drinks and, and, a, and a Palmer at dinner or go out for dinner, whatever it may be. You can still do that without going off track. Just make sure it fits in with your calorie intake and, uh, and you're hitting your minimum protein for the day. So that's number one. The second step to my foolproof guide is to make sure that you are training. Now, my recommendation is at least four sessions per week and for those sessions to be strength or resistance based sessions. Now, on top of that, you can add in little bits of high intensity interval training at the end of those sessions. You could add in some extra cardio on the other three days where you're not doing strength training. But I mentioned this in an Instagram post yesterday and I got an absolute shitload of questions about why I said this, but every fat loss phase should start with minimal cardio and sometimes none. There's been, as I've mentioned on the podcast before, there's definitely been times, there's been comp preps where I've barely done a minute of cardio the whole time because fat loss requires a negative energy balance and that's caused by energy in versus energy out, so Your energy expenditure doesn't have to be from cardio. Energy expenditure is energy expenditure. So if that's coming from doing your strength training at a high intensity, uh, you know, progressive overload over time, you're getting in a lot more volume, um, and your daily, you know, day to day activities, walking to work, walking around at work, doing whatever you do throughout the day, everything adds up. If you're in a negative energy balance without cardio, then that is awesome. Then, then that's fine. Now, keeping in mind that if you, if you're, we need to keep some form of uh, aerobic exercise in there for our heart health. But uh, another thing to keep in mind is that you're getting a lot of that from your strength training. If you're lifting at the right intensities, if you're, you're sticking to your rest times, you're going to be getting that. So training wise, I recommend at least four sessions per week, predominantly strength slash resistance training with minimal cardio. Um, my recommendation is to start off with very small amounts of high intensity interval training. And I mean, High intensity. Uh, If you want to be doing extras or if you get to the point where you don't want to reduce your calorie intake any lower, um, but you've hit a plateau, then just add in small amounts of cardio and keep it relatively low to moderate intensity, um, preferably on the days that you're not doing weights. But that is the training side of things. Keep it simple. Keep to your big lifts, your compound movements, still focusing on progressive overload even though you are in a deficit. Uh, You should be at least maintaining your strength or aiming to maintain your strength and just be consistent with the training guys the training and the food and all the things i'm mentioning today without consistency they don't mean anything so if you're doing it 5 days a week but the other two days on the weekend you're just disregarding all of these steps then you're not you're not going to see the results that you're after so consistency with that training and and also what comes with that is taking care of your body so making sure you're warming up properly you're doing your self myofascial release with foam rolling um spiky ball stuff you're getting mobility in, your activation, you're just taking care of your body because without that, you can't get in the gym. And if you're not consistently training, then you're not going to see the results that you are after. <clears throat> So that is our first two. Now, the next one I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about it very briefly because I don't think it's that important at all, but it is supplementation. So supplements I would recommend for people that are are trying to lose body fat in general is always a whey protein just to help with the convenience of reaching your protein intake for the day. Um, I think caffeine before you train can be highly highly beneficial. For recovery, magnesium. Um, I'm a big fan of the Salt Lab Magnesium Oil Spray, which I use every night before I go to sleep. I just put three to five sprays on my stomach. Um, with the whey protein or any form of protein, my favorite is the Swift Recharge protein. Um, you can check those guys out online. You can check both those products out. Um, you know, this is obviously not a paid ad or anything. This is just the products that I use and I want you guys to get the same benefits as what I'm getting as well. Um, as I mentioned, caffeine. I think a multivitamin in the morning is always a good thing. And then from there, guys, that's pretty much it. Like if you want to use some acetyl-L-carnitine, which is going to help metabolize fat stores, that can be beneficial as well. But these are just not essential. Um, I always recommend that people are using creatine monohydrate regardless of whether you're trying to build muscle or lose fat. Um, So I stick to 5 grams per day every day. And that's the supplements part of it done. Uh, That's all it needs to be spoken about because if your training and nutrition is not on point, then this makes no difference anyway. So that's that done. The next part of this foolproof guide is to make sure that you're enjoying your training and it seems simple but so many people don't even enjoy going to the gym, they don't like the program they're following, they don't like the nutritional approach they're following so the nutrition side of things needs to make sense as well because if you aren't enjoying it, you won't stick to it and as I said, consistency is the key and you should be genuinely looking forward to getting into the gym, you should be excited about your program and excited about the changes you're seeing in your body and and having the... Opportunity to be able to go in and make a difference to your physique and noticeably see the difference. And not only just your physique, but your mental state, the way you feel, um, you know, your confidence levels, your, the way you actually, you know, the way you sleep at night because you're training well. These are all big, big factors in making sure that you lose this body fat and maintain it over summer and at any, any time of the year. All right. So that's, that's a few of the first, that's a, a few of the uh, the points down so far now the next one I wanted to bring up is extremely important but highly underrated and that is staying hydrated so making sure you're drinking enough water every day and i'm I'm always guilty of not getting enough water in um, you know I need to drink way more but I promise you if you are drinking way more water than what you are now you're going to see some you're going to see and feel some amazing benefits that you wouldn't expect just from drinking water you know your performance will increase your sleep will be better your skin will be better. You won't hold on to as much water in your body from, you know, things like sodium and stuff like that. Um, you're going to look better, you're going to look leaner. Uh and in general, the benefits of just staying well hydrated are are amazing. But like I said, it's very underrated. People don't take it seriously. So this summer just put more effort into making sure you're drinking enough water and seeing uh and, and seeing the differences that it can actually make for you and in terms of your sleep and your recovery. How you feel, how you perform, and then that is going to result in how you look as well. So that is the main things that we need to cover about this foolproof guide. Like I said before, guys, it's very basic. It's just the fundamentals that are always, always, always going to work. And the other thing I thought I would mention because it's definitely, it definitely helps me, and this is something that you may not enjoy, but. Uh, I find that a lot of people tend to to get way better results by training with a training partner who is a very similar level, if not higher level than them in regards to their training ability, their strength and whatnot. So at the moment, I've been training with a friend, a couple of friends um, most days of the week and my training is the best it's been in a long time because we're pushing each other. We're able to help each other spotting. We're able to get a little bit competitive with each other and try and, you know, as long as our form's good, lift a little bit heavier than each other, get a few more reps. And it just makes it fun. It makes it enjoyable, but it also keeps you accountable. And that brings me on to, I guess, the last point of this foolproof guide is accountability. And, you know, having someone to be accountable to, whether that's yourself, whether that's people that you are close to, whether that's a coach, a trainer, a friend, whatever it may be. I find, even though if, even if you are working with someone else, I find that writing down your goals every single morning. And I mean, every single morning, physically writing them down. I always start off my day writing down by three small goals for that day. Um, I revisit my goals for the year, maybe the goals that you've set for the month and make sure you're consciously Always seeing them, always being familiar with those goals because they're going to be more likely on your mind, which is going to help you actually stick to the plan. Um, you know, stick to the, to your own word that you've decided you want to, you've made the goal of losing, you know, however many kilos of body fat and, and, or trying to get in the best shape of your life. And if you're not accountable to yourself or someone else, then it's going to be another one of those things that just slips away and you don't actually do it. And another year gets ticked off, another year where you haven't seen the results you want, and another year where you haven't gotten the best shape of your life. Don't let this year be another one of those years because far too many people do. Far too many people talk about what they want to do, but they just don't do it. And there's another thing that I want to, I want to bring up before we get on to this week's social media question of the week is, uh, you know, this is going to sound so blunt, but um, I mean this in the best way possible is that too many people just are just living with excuses and it's just bullshit like the amount of people that claim they've tried everything that they claim that nothing works for them that you know they can't lose body fat they can't build muscle mass when they're not doing the basic things consistently well for long enough is amazing you know most people know what it takes to lose body fat. most people know what it takes to build muscle mass but just aren't willing to do it because they're always looking for the next best thing they're always looking for the the magic pill or the the secret that supposedly no one else knows um even though people have been training and, and eating for so many years now um, you know but you're just looking for that next thing that's going to make it a little bit easier. there are definitely ways to make things more sustainable more enjoyable more fun and in a way easier and that's what i try and do to help you guys i try and give you the best approach to nutrition with flexible dieting which can be used for any form of diet whether you're vegan whether you're you eat paleo whether you intermittent fast whether you know regardless of what type of approach you follow flexible dieting uh everything everything fits under flexible dieting it's just the smartest way to track your results the most accurate and measurable way but with training it's all, all important to make sure that you know you're you're enjoying your approach but the fundamentals the basics are always going to work and there is no easy option it it is hard it's hard to lose body fat the approach the methods are quite simple they're quite easy but it can be hard to stick to it which is why you need to stay accountable which is why you need to stick to the course take your time with it don't expect results overnight like so many people uh, have been you know eating unhealthily, training in a way that's not effective or you know, not even going to the gym for so long and they start eating well, they start training well and they expect the results to be reversed in a matter of weeks or days. It doesn't work like that. You need to put in the work and um, as soon as you realize that, as soon as you understand that it is going to take time, it is going to take hard work, then you can really start to enjoy the process and see the results I actually want to see. Um, in a way that is enjoyable and it is a way that's going to last and be sustainable because like I said, quick fixes work for a very short period of time which is why they're called a quick fix. They're not going to last. It's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be uh, an, a, a method that is going to give you results that actually last and who wants to look good for a week, a couple of weeks and then look shit again? Find an approach that is going to allow you to look the way you want to look whenever you want to look that way okay and that's what I've been working so hard on trying to make sure that I can provide that for you guys and show you through doing it myself that it works and that it is effective and that it always will work so hopefully so far the episode's been great for you and you've taken some value from it but I want to get stuck straight into this week's social media question of the week and wrap this up this is a little bit of a a shorter episode I guess but As I mentioned at the start of the show, social media question of the week is revolving around body fat in a calorie surplus and when you're trying to gain, so basically the polar opposite of what we've just spoke about. So going from a fat loss phase into a gaining phase, there's a number of different approaches with reverse dieting and how how quickly or how slowly you should take your reverse diet and all that stuff, but let's assume you're in your calorie surplus now, you're past your maintenance intake, you're trying to build muscle mass. The first thing you need to understand, you need to understand this because this took me ages to understand and get my head around it, is that to build muscle mass, your body does require a little extra body fat. Okay, So you will put on a little bit of extra body fat. That may mean that the scales go up a little bit. It may mean that you lose those washboard shredded abs that you had when you were lean. But that's what it's going to take to build muscle mass. So if you're serious about your goal to to build muscle, to build up your metabolism, to increase your metabolic set point, all that type of stuff... You need to understand and be comfortable with the fact that, yes, you are going to put on a little bit of body fat, but it's fine because it's required to see effective and um, what's the word I'm trying to use here? Effective results, but results that are actually um, going to be worth your while. Okay, so If you're trying to stay lean, but you're trying to build muscle mass, you're just shooting yourself in the foot because you're not getting either of those goals achieved. Okay, so... When you're in a calorie surplus, you don't want to completely blow out. Obviously, there's no need to be in a ridiculous surplus. You just need to be slightly above maintenance. Allow yourself to get a few kilos heavier if you need to. Um, don't let it get out of control. It should still be tracked and measured just as precisely, just as, uh, as, as disciplined as you are with your calorie deficit. Nothing changed with the surplus. It's all the same process except now. We are making progress with training. We are allowing our body fat to go up a little bit to to build that muscle mass, to recover, to increase our metabolism so that next time we do a cut, next time we want to lose fat, it's more effective, it's easier, we look better, we've built more muscle mass, so our metabolism is faster, allows us to lose weight eating more food, all of those benefits that we work so hard for. So if you're in a surplus, don't be afraid of a little bit of body fat. It's okay. It's going to happen. Just embrace it. Um, know that to see great results you need to go through it and hopefully that has also helped you guys so this episode has been fun like I said this was kind of on my mind so I thought I'd just use it for today's show I've got another awesome episode coming up next week I'm actually so excited for this one I'm going to be chatting with one of the best salesmen in the world Bradley um, later this week and I know some of you are probably thinking why the hell would we want to hear from a salesman Um his approach to life and how he's become successful and the rules he's followed to be successful and achieve the success he has had is really inspiring and I actually heard him at the elevator boot camp when I was in Hollywood and he was one of my favorite speakers and I know you guys are going to get a lot of value from that episode and he's going to go through uh, his five-step method um, for success and it's going to be fun. So make sure you tune in next week. But as I said, at the start of the show, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please do take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story, tag myself, um, tag me far oh, out. That's twice I've said that. Tag me and, uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. Hope you're having a fantastic day and I look forward to chatting to you again in the next episode.